Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and Game Master. This week, we are continuing our adventure with Hearts of Wulin. Folks, I hope you're loving that melodrama. Of course, I wouldn't know if you're loving that melodrama because I am currently away on my honeymoon. I mention this because if you happen to live in or around the area of London, England, this week, I am going to be in your city. On May 22nd, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., I'm going to be at the Waterloo location of Drott's London Gaming Pub. I'll be there with my lovely spouse, Mel, and a bunch of cool gaming folks from London. So if you want a chance to meet me or make some new friends, be sure to find yourself there at the appropriate time. I will be so happy to see you. But that's all I've got going on at the moment, so with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. I want to know just before that, uh, where are you headed, Gentle Wu, after this dramatic confrontation? So yeah, Gentle Wu left that cave. I think there has to be like some sort of scene where they announce that they are going to be a part of this tournament or something. Right. Like there's got to be a, a place where people enter. Hmm. Okay. Is this a cave complex, or is no, that I, only like, where? So that's that's only where that is. So I think I have to like go back to this is within some private woods on our estate, mm-hmm. and then I must go back to our estate and go from there to like whatever town exists. Yeah, in I order f- to publicly. And so I mean, Isan is is the person in charge of this competition. Mm-hmm. So do you think you would be looking for him? Yeah, maybe that's you it. You would know where I am, yeah. Yeah, so I guess I'm headed to the tea house. Yeah. Um. How do you travel usually? Do you walk or do you, like, ride a horse? Because you're not that close to... I guess I guess I'm not. Um. Or do you just, like, light foot all the way there because you're a <laughs> pro like that? Yeah. No, oh, I don't think... Uh, I don't think Ag- so. Quickly, Agatha, when you say light foot, what do you mean? Light foot is basically all that fancy wire work stuff in these films where a person can... J- looks like they're running in the air and they travel that way cool. you can also run up walls uh so on and so forth i feel like that has too much dignity um, <laughs> no i like the idea that i can't get horses on our estate as long as i am in uh the the bad graces of the white eyebrow um wow so yeah <laughs> you got an ox I that's have, really petty i gotta walk i gotta walk <laughs> So by the time you get to the tea house, your 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 bottoms of your robes are really muddy, mm-hmm. um, and like when you show, <laughs> he's he's like disheveled looking. He he probably looks very tired, uh, uh, but determined. There's there's that determination on his face. Uh, this tea house does it also serve as an inn, or is there an inn like associated with it? Uh, would you like there to be an inn associated with I it? I would like there to be, because I'm then there to is. do a show of magnanimity. Okay. When you show up, Gentle Wu, um, everyone, they see the pattern of your robes, and they all mm-hmm. um, they all stand to attention and look at you in a not very friendly way. Of course. I assume that I hear yeah. some... I hear well, they all stand. Well, and... they all stand, and then one of them says, the hundred ghosts are not welcome here. The doors of this tea house have always been open. Not to the unrighteous. This this is where I'm going to make my entrance. Yeah, Yeah. do it. I'm definitely walking down the stairs very heavily. Mm -hmm. So I come to the... I'm imagining, of course, there's like the second story that's like open above the first one. Yeah, with the two stairwells leading up to it. (laughs) Thank you, Crouching Tiger and Dragon. (laughs) Um, And... I say, you're a weary traveler. Go next door and change, and then you may come up. But Master Yishan, they they are the hundred ghosts. And there is a greater insult in denying them access, I say, and I turn. I did not come here for hospitality. I came here to make something known. I turn back around. Oh, everyone, like, you hear the sound of, like, the click of a lot of people <laughs> just clicking their blades out of the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I pound the railing and, like, glare at everybody. I feel like <laughs> half of the blades go back in. Yeah. <laughs> that The first person who challenged you, like, definitely is still, is still keeping uh, her thumb on the, the just the blade guard. 
I understand that there are many who would seek to challenge the hundred ghosts. You may do that in the competition, for I will be representing my clan. I appreciate the offer. And he, like, he'll bow, but, like, it is definitely... he A person of his station would not have to bow to somebody even organizing the competition in this way. So there's, like, some respect being shown there. With that, Wu, I think, turns back towards the door and sighs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, makes his way out, <laughs> readies himself for the long walk back. You don't want to stay at the inn? Haven't you been told by uh, White Eyebrow to spy on each other? Oh, that's before? right. No, I... <laughs> and I legit... I did say, yeah. in character... That you can refresh yourself next door. He'll turn back towards the door, and I feel like his shoe breaks. Like, there's, it's just... And then he'll think on the words of the white eyebrow, like the orders that he he was given, and the fact that despite him not agreeing with the white eyebrow, he can't just turn his back on his family, because that is an obscene insult to everything that he is. Uh, and at the end of the day, he's he's still very much loyal. After review, <laughs> <laughs> I believe perhaps it would be best for me to take you up on your offer. I come down the stairs, still walking very heavily, and I give you a slip of paper that pays your way into the, into the inn next door. And then there's a pregnant pause, of course. You should warm yourself. There's a chilling breeze coursing through this town. Warmth from a fire is temporary. The temperature of the breeze always stays. Perhaps we've made a mistake in living up in these cliffs instead of somewhere more hospitable. And I turn and go back upstairs. (laughs) I think when you go upstairs, I want to be waiting for you. Whoa! Yes, you are. My sticks are still sitting on the coffee uh, on the on the tea table. <laughs> so when you return to the room where you were sitting before, I'm in there, just kind of lounging in a corner. My you know my arms up, legs crossed, looking kind of rude and comfortable. I cross my eye, arms and ask extremely bluntly, "Are you also here to deliver portents?" <laughs> <laughs> Looking, like, really annoyed. Have I been preempted? I wouldn't really consider it a portent, but (laughs) I can kind of dress it up for you if you want. Please do not, I say, and I sit down. So, Ishan, how have you been? This life does not suit me. If I I wished for order and restraint, I would have remained in the monastery. Ah, all right. I can see if there are any positions open where I... Never mind. <laughs> well, I've been very busy lately, and I've been guarding uh, lately the uh, what's the full name of this organization? The oh. Ox Pilgrim Escort Bureau has been contracted. Hold on. Actually, Hold before on. that, you just super insulted. You said you've just been massively insulted. Yeah, how? that was a dunk. Yeah. yeah. How? How are you feeling? Honestly, great. Oh, <laughs> like this is comfortable. Ah, like sniping at each other mm-hmm. and 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 yeah, just being sort of petty is especially being petty towards a rival. Such a relief. <laughs> this is so sad. Okay, go ahead, continue. <laughs> yeah, this is this is our normal. Um, oh, so the Ox Pilgrim Escort Bureau has been contracted to guard some folks whom you might uh, know oh yes of course yes uh i i am sure uh golden branch is all uh, stuffed up about this competition I'm oh sure. yes yes there's golden branch and there's silver lotus and their long 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 lectures silver lotus oh yes silver lotus silver lotus is uh is uh actually in charge slow blink i see yeah take a take a moment to process that one uh yes and of course in keeping with silver lotus's position as a high buddhist abbess they they have some very fine jewelry that's a normal buddhist thing right really fancy jewelry jewelry can have a number of symbolic and ceremonial and personal significances you're going to have to be much more specific so at that point i uh i i pull a uh like a scrap of paper out of my sleeve on which i've drawn a sketch 
of the uh of the bracelet that i saw and then some like some crude imitations of what the what the little runes or glyphs might have been that they they didn't look like regular characters right yeah and you as someone who's more familiar with this monastery do you think you want to study it oh yeah okay and what would you be rolling with so well the perfect one would be water except that's clearly not an option right now nope what about metal for reflection yeah it looks like metal is is the way i'm going here which is not a good plan it's perfect it's your highest stat oh yeah what could go wrong um yes i'm looking at it and i say this would be much easier if i were seeing it in person but well a pensive expression crosses Pooja's face. But, well, I suppose you will not be uh, joining the Jade Brush School for your... For my artistic talents? Yes, for your visual arts. Oh! Uh, so that's a five. Okay, All like right, that. well, that's unsalvageable. Oh, this is great. Uh, <laughs> so when you're about to look at that sheet of paper... Pulling it in and, like... You hear someone clear their throat, <clears> throat> and it's your brother standing there in his official robes. I Chin. fold the uh, paper over. What is that that you're looking at there, brother? Well, brother, is our mutual friend's crude rendition of some prayer beads. Yes, I was hoping that an exponent of the jade brush might be able to help me with my dabbling in painting. Unfortunately, it's far too basic to gain much of a reflection of what the... Really not my specialty. He looks like he wants to say something to you, uh, Pooja, but then instead he's like, later, later. And then instead he walks over to you, um, you sign and says, we need to talk. I have a look that says I would rather die. <laughs> sort of oh, like, can I see that look? Oh, I think you both see it. Like, All right, in that case, I'm going to say, of... I'll leave you two alone. <laughs> I, I go get I, a drink. I smile ever so slightly, and yeah, he of uh, course my brother. He reaches into the the sleeves of his robe, and he throws down uh, a bunch of uh, books, and they all look like uh, account books. What is this? How are you in this much debt? Um, what is the Jade Brush School? Is what is this competition? Is it a sham? Is this a way for you to all get money? What What is that exorbitant <laughs> amount of entry fee that you're charging? I, I was not. Who is Ja Rule? <laughs> 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 what is this island? <laughs> the Fire Element Festival. <laughs> he shakes his head. I can't. I can't keep covering for you. This is not my doing. This is the Jade Brush School, and you are of the Jade Brush School. Yeah. Don't tell me you're going to leave them again like you did the monastery. This Ooh. is oh, dang. Is this the kind of person you are? I'm unsatisfied with how this organization operates. Are you going to abandon that organization like you do everything else? <laughs> how do you feel about this? I'm hiding my outside the door, brother. like hand over my mouth, oh. like <laughs> I go cold as ice. I say, my brother. Do you feel like there is some inner conflict going on? How do you feel? Maybe not. That's fine. Honestly, the angle that I'm going for here mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is asking him to trust my judgment. Hmm. Don't you have a move? Getting someone else to take your fall? I do, but I don't necessarily want to do that here. Ooh. Okay. kind of love my brother too much to dump my troubles on him. Aww. So there's a perfectly good move there, but that's not what I'm going to do. Um, no, what I want to try to do is Wait, get dump them on me! That's coming. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely coming. You should do that now. Okay. Oh, that is probably the easiest route. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you like so this, the this, this, route. this is stuff. This is stuff that's bouncing around in his in his mind, and he's and your brother's like pacing around. Mm -hmm. So I was still going to do the cold as ice thing and say, there's no honor for anyone to stay in a dishonorable organization, brother. If I find that I cannot change something from within, then I must leave. He stops and he looks at you and he just has this look of incomprehension on his face. You are so isolated, brother. Where, where are you getting these ridiculous ideas from? <laughs> Let's not talk about your honor. <laughs> so 
I was going to do, imagine this was fire because I'm like quickly doing something. And so I will do the gallivant thing. I am going to try to shunt everything off on Wu in particular. Yeah. Okay. And you rolled an eight? Yeah. So yeah, a nine total. Can you read the seven to nine? an eight total. Um, yes. So when I would suffer some uh, social, legal, or financial consequences, name someone and roll on a hit, they suffer instead. On seven to nine, they know it was you. I straighten up and I say, well, the hundred ghosts' favorite operative, Gentle Wu, has entered himself into the tournament and is staying next door. Surely they have their hand in this. Do you think that these books would have come across your desk by accident? You're saying that you've been framed? I'm saying that I believe that the Jade Brush School has been framed. My hand did not write any of these documents. I suspect that they are forged. He doesn't look like he completely buys it because because you and he just looks like what other reason could the hundred ghosts have for returning to this competition? He said, "You are too clever for your own good, but I will believe you this time because." I don't want to believe otherwise. And he gathers up the account books and he leaves. Brother, I didn't even get to look at them, did I? Nope. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, brother. <sighs> yeah, he's gone. So it's nighttime. And where where, where are you staying, gentle? I, I mean, I guess like I'm staying in this this hotel, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I think he's doing something to like relax and unwind. Like mm -hmm. he's pretty much prepared, I guess, at this point to not be able to be in his home because the situation with the white eyebrow is just way too tense. Mm. But the situation here is very tense, largely because of his family, and he can't, like, publicly react against them. So he's just got to be this guy here. So where, like, what exactly are you doing? I think he has, like, removed his muddy clothing. He's taken a look at his, his shoe, which has broken. And it looks like it has been cut in some way. And, you know, he's he's studying this. And as he's studying this, I think that the shoe goes out of focus and the focus goes on to his sword, which is, I think, this is the first time we're seeing it this episode. Ooh. Like, there's this, you know, loving, detailed shot of this intricately decorated blade that, like, has a gold hilt and a black sheath and red detailing. It's just the most evil looking thing <laughs> the whole thing looks wicked and i think we can see as like we're, we're moving across the sheath that it's been it's a little bit hanging open so like he puts the shoe down and he goes and he closes it very quickly and then he we see his hands resting on it and he like quickly withdraws them from that Ooh. and he just sits in front of it to contemplate it yeah and the moment that you sit back down um the door to your room is kicked open and it is the same person from earlier who challenged you and she says, there he is. That is the hundred ghosts. And then behind her is a mob of people and they got, they're, they're part of the Uling. They're not just some randos. Mm -hmm, they, mm -hmm. they are here to maintain justice. Yeah, I think he doesn't turn around. Like he stands up, he's, he's, in his like inner robes uh which are you know as annoyingly fine as his outer robes um and uh he like is still staring at the blade um which i think we can see again is just hanging open a little bit mm. and we can see that there's this glint of light and we see this line of light reflected on his face yeah. as as we see this vision of people behind him like fanning out into the room yep and one other person in the crowd says draw your blade coward he reaches for the blade and again closes it firmly and places it at his side and turns around to look at this crowd of people are all of them fighters or is it like some drunk onlookers and a couple fighters um so it's like a couple of fighters and some other people in the background be like hey what's going on but um, the people who are all within your range mm -hmm. they they see that you're still not drawing and that you're placing your sword at your side and they take that as a huge insult <laughs> <laughs> and they they draw their weapons and they are 
coming for you. I think there's one person that immediately like takes their giant uh, those like long swords mm-hmm. and it like it's really hefty and then goes ah coming for you. Excellent, excellent. Uh, okay, so I think I gotta. Uh, is this fighting mooks or am I dueling? This is fighting mooks. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to fight some mooks. Yeah, what's the scale of this situation? Do I have to evaluate that uh, beforehand? No. Or? So because I've established that they're mooks, that means that they are of their their scale are collectively lesser than you. Mm-hmm. So when you roll, this is with that context. I also remember that you have a move, which is that you get a plus one uh, when you fight mooks, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Whenever I deal with mooks, I gain plus one because of the sword uh, and dragons, heaven sword and dragon saber. So. Yeah. Hold on. It says you. Do you have to use the the sword? Or does um. It no. It just says you gain plus one. Interesting. Yeah. Which I, fits the fighting style. Yeah. That we're that's about. really this is cool. Good. Yeah, this is good. I okay. also think that definitely for him, showing that he's not going to use the sword is very much. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. really in cool. That style. Okay. So let's let's get your roll, and then we'll describe how that what that looks like based on it. Okay, so Damn. that's I rolled a nine with a plus one. That's ten. And um, then also with, it was with your fu- your style element. Uh, oh yeah, my, well my element is two. So yes. that's yeah, it's it's wow. a wild success. Okay. So I think what happens? This person is coming towards me, and like instinctually through years and years of training, he starts to draw the blade. And then like, as it starts coming out, he notices himself doing it and quickly instead will like stand up on a toe and like stretch his arm forward so that uh, the hilt connects with the face of this person running towards him. And that will once again, close the blade. Right. Then I imagine like there are other people like rushing in from the sides. So there's a move of like clearing away some spears and he'll jump over those spears, like kicking uh, the people holding them like off so mm-hmm. they clatter to the ground. Yeah. And I imagine like that opens up this this woman earlier who like really had a conflict. Yeah. So I kind of feel like all those people rushed in. There were the swords or whatever. I've cleared that aside. And now it's this person who I think is a more serious threat probably than the rest of those. Yeah. And one of them, they like fall like onto your bed and they're <laughs> like, it's... That, 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 that's that sword and then everyone's like what but this this woman looks unfazed no blood need be spilt today that sword i know it it drinks the blood of anyone it, it chooses you can't lie to me holding that sword this blade does not lie it does drink the blood of those it chooses i wish for that not to happen on this day are you trying to convince her to yeah, step down? I'm going to try and impress, I think, right now. Um, okay. Um, or is that, or should I be using uh, hearts and minds? Are you trying to get her to do something? <sighs> so the character certainly doesn't want to fight. The player, I almost want to like push her into fighting me because I think it will deal away with this plot and leave everything else to be juicy in the competition okay so when you then when you say that Mm. what does she have uh she she also has a spear like a lot of the other people it is definitely a more ornate spear Mm -hmm. in that it there is there there's a lizard that is kind of curled around um near where the blade of the, the the tip of the spear is and she she lowers it in front of her and she says enough talking she immediately stabs for your face Oh man! And, um, um, and sh- are you? Are you? Well, I guess you will have to duel with her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Let's roll a duel. And so, and she is on your scale. Cool. Yeah. All right. I mean, well, let's roll first to see how it looks. Ooh, oh no! Not good. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So that is that is a five. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. Mark. You can mark either your assault element or you can choose to mark wounded, I suppose. I think I think he'll mark wounded. Because oh. um, I got wounded to spare, uh, so why not? Yeah, I, I think this spear lashes out 
for me, and he just barely manages to move the sword into the way of like part of it, but it throws him back. And I think uh, th there are sliding doors uh, in the back of this room. I think this is a fairly elaborate room in, in this tea house. And those shatter as he like slams back into them and uh, slides to a halt, like still holding this blade in front of his face. And we can see that part of his brow has been cut and like blood is coming down. Okay, so you're holding the, mm -hmm. the spear with one hand and you're holding the sword with the other? So No, I'm holding the sword. I held the sword in front of my face ah. with the spear and it sort of like smashed back into me and like part of the top of the spear cut my head. Oh, okay. And um, that sent me flying back. Yes. And she, she, so she's the one pushing you back. And when you fall and smash into everything, it's great uh, practical effects. Um, <laughs> and she pulls back and immediately comes forward again. And that's when the the blade slides out and um, you hear the sound that always starts ringing whenever the blade is unsheathed. So it's fully unsheathed now. Um, you hear uh, a voice shout, Halt! This is official business. Everyone out of my way. And Judge Chin approaches. What? The what? absolute real, assuredly, definitely, <laughs> actually totally Judge Chin. What, what Judge item Chen. of clothing do you have of Judge Chin? So when he, when he like swept out um holding all of his books and like they were all uh stumbling and uh falling falling off behind him i think i i snatched off like his outer robe yeah either either his outer robe or actually maybe his like official hat with cool little dangly things on it yeah so before you actually come all the way in or you your words fully sink in as judge teen she like angles her spear and the sword just starts falling down a little bit and it catches the top of her hand mm. and it draws blood and then it falls into your hand and now enter judge Chin. all right i say um yes i have an official warrant from the uh, magistrate's office and uh, i am here to arrest uh, the one known as gentle woo for racketeering yes racketeering <laughs> I think with that, he will, seeing that there was blood, sheathe the sword very quickly. The Hundred Ghosts has great respect for the law, and we would be happy to assist in your investigation. All right, well, respect it on the way out. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> um, are, you, are you battling with a, a version of bloodlust right now? Yeah, I, oh man. So maybe, yeah, maybe I don't even do that. Maybe like the blood is on the blade and, and instead I really, I got to roll and overcome here. Yeah. I got to not attack this person. All right, rewind. <sighs> this is earth. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so that's a seven. Oh, okay. okay. Good. So, okay. <laughs> you, hmm. Or, or is this inner conflict? I mean, overcome or inner conflict. I think inner conflict is probably better, right? You think inner conflict fits better? I, um, what do you, I, yeah, what I do think you think? It, I think in this situation, it's, it's not just because of the kind of outcome that would happen with inner conflict. Okay. Um, so I think what happens is, uh, the only way that the call of, of your blade will, will be, will be silenced is if it can again draw blood. And you know that if you were to cut yourself, that will definitely help. I think he looks at this person like he, do he doesn't even see or hear this judge thing. He's like just making dead eye contact with this person. And we can see that in this look, there is an element of woo that is lost mm. like that blood coming down from his face is like washed over half of his face and one of his eyes he is like determined and set not to do something and the other one is like clearly hungering with the blade yeah um and he says uh you know through the din of the crowd uh the blade of the hundred ghosts must drink to be sated and he pulls back as though, and it looks like he's going to strike, and he just cuts across his arm. Uh, and, like, blood drips to the ground. It drips acro across the blade. And he breathes very heavily as he then puts the sword back in its sheath. And the ringing stops. And I think with that, Wu is not a tough guy, really. Mm -hmm. So he collapses to the ground. <laughs> yeah, I think you... 
You should mark the other wounded. Oh no! Okay. Uh, but what this means mechanically is that <laughs> I it's every time you roll, it's still just a oh I forgot about the minus two minus of the two. wounded. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's well, fine. Well, I mean, no, no, it's, no, not, it's not minus two until I mark my second wounded. Correct. So now I'm at minus that's true. two. Yeah, that's true. So, um, so I, I scoop you up off the ground and I put your put your arm over my shoulders and I say, "All right, come on, let's let's get out, let's go." And I'm trying to get out of here before someone realizes that, like, aren't magistrates supposed to have deputies to do this for them? <laughs> um, but I think if, you do it successfully because everyone is just like, like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, yeah, people are shook. So yeah, so I I take you out. I take I I hustle you down the stairs. And you're like stumbling along and I hustle you out into the alley next to the or out into the street or the alley, whatever's closest to the exit. And so I've got your arm over my shoulder and my arm around you like I'm like dragging you along. But as we're going along, you hear my voice change and it goes back to being Pooja's voice. Her hand is actually like sort of comforting. It's Mm. like a like a comforting, like a like a hug. And uh she's reminding you to reminding you to breathe and telling you breathe through your emotions let yourself feel them don't fight it and just making like i want to flash back to the moment that uh gentle Wu first fell in love with puja yes what interaction did they have that called out to him because like there, there can't be too many times that they encountered each other and i love the idea of it somehow providing him the ability to like keep his emotions in check uh yeah so where where would we have met i feel like it's probably somewhere where both of you were traveling in so there was that one time and it's so it's not anywhere near this area okay um maybe in the more desertous areas yeah yeah that would be cool so we flash back to some time we were in uh like we we were out of the desert what would like be like xinjiang now yeah um and so like there's northwestern yeah i like the idea that the white eyebrow had when he was being before he was ascended to the clan leader like it was announced that his father was dead and he was abducted in the middle of the night and he was dropped into the desert with the sword of course and there's no sheath when it wakes up so the sheath is like somewhere in the desert uh so he has to draw blood and claim it in order to return back and become clan leader yeah so that's when they thought oh he's definitely going to kill someone in that desert even if he was weak growing up like this is it okay um this is super cool so i think what happens is uh what what are what were you doing puja so i was so this was while i was like on the beginning of my pilgrimage and i was traveling around uh, i was traveling around china going to different places uh trying to figure out where i would fit in or where i could study okay and there is this seemingly like almost like animalistic yeah person that just like comes at you and i want this to be actually a pc versus pc duel and i want to know what you will offer i feel like i want to know what puja will offer um gentle Wu to win all right so um if i win then during the process of the duel um puja is uh puja's going to teach you what her own parents and teachers taught her when she was younger about how to control her her wild uncontrollable emotions i love it oh my gosh so so is this like while you're fending off the blows like it's almost like a voiceover of of the things that you're saying and then this is like from are we getting gonna get flashbacks within this flashback <laughs> no it's just that it's almost like sure. the the voice is in the air for yeah the yeah and you're hearing this and you're not really seeing who's saying it those lessons are communicated in her blows yeah so like each one is so in like the part of india that puja's from there's a really close relationship between there's this kind of like operatic dance drama and then there's this martial art and they're close the motions are very closely related and so during the course of this fight she's fighting you like as different characters like from a play yes and each character each character is expressing like a different emotion or a different dramatic mood and so she's she's using the motions to like you know to express that and then switching to a different emotion for like the next bit of the combat and so forth i audience would of course see is like when you strike a certain iconic pose then that that this legendary figure is like 
stenciled in over top of you, and then it then the action resumes, and exactly. the next character is yeah. stenciled in. Yes. I think when I ambushed you, I was covered in the blood and skin of animals that he had cut down with the blade. So, like, at the beginning of the fight, he looks like this monster, like this horrible monster just swinging wildly. And with each character introduced, there's, like, an element of that that falls away. And at the end of the fight, he is clean and pure again. Like, all of that has fallen away. All of the blood that was, like, caked on is gone. And there's, like, a moment where... The fight is almost over, and it's where he would kill his opponent. But I think there's like a trust that Pooja has in the lessons that she taught in this fight. And there's a moment where he, he has to decide to put this blade away before it has drawn blood. And, and, and like we, we see his face and her face, and then it is like the, the look that we move back to when we return to Gentle Wu's face. We can see that he has fallen in love with this person. Mm. And then we return to the present. And all, all he can say is, Pooja. So may I, may I roll comfort and support? Of course you can. Awesome. <laughs> what are you rolling with? Uh, I think um, patience, growth, curious. I could see, I could see wood, caution, focus. Caution, focus, presence feels yeah, like go for it. This feels very earth. Uh, seven. So um, on a seven to nine on comfort and support, uh, on a hit, they hear you, so you can clear a chi or add a bond. Element. Clear, uh, you can clear, clear, an, an, oh, element. clear an element. Yeah. Yes. I got to add a bond. I mean, we, we've already got a bond, though. That's so fine. None of those apply. You don't want to clear one of your wounded? Oh, you can clear wounded as, Why not? as part of clearing chi? Okay. Yeah. I assumed that they might have been different tracks, but that is okay. Nah, it's all good. And like, and during this, are you also like binding up, binding up gentle oo? Uh yeah sure let's say that I like I take you into there's like a park or something or there's a there's a grove and I take you in there and I do some like I don't know I like bind up your wounds or like do some Vedic medicine things that you're supposed to learn when you're learning South Asian martial arts which I don't know but Puja does a beast that has been tamed is still a beast Ooh. I don't know I I kind of like dogs i think he laughs at that he yeah. laughs at that despite himself and despite the situation yeah and now we're going to cut to now a day before the competition <clears throat> i've got to talk with eagle eye about like what the heck could be going on with the um the jade brushes finances and stuff and am i being set up to take a fall here yeah. Do you send for him or are you looking for him? I think, yeah. You know what? We're, we're going to do this hard-headed style. She's just going to barge in and like there are people making deals and, you know, doing little gambles and things like that. Mm -hmm. And she just breezes in through the front door. Wait, he, she or he? he okay. Sorry. Still still the still the usual. Yeah, the usual still, presentation. still still in still in a uh, boy mode. So this is like a, the den of inequity. <laughs> 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 and yes. and everyone's just kind of there's like everyone has like dirt smeared on their faces to show that they're kind of like lowbrow. <laughs> but then there's you and like with your flowing robes, I'm assuming. Welcome to the den of iniquity. Here's your face dirt. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine it's rather cold this morning, mm. so Yishan has has his like uh, furs to like protect his neck, and is wearing some of the heavier stuff and the like. The belt that he's using to keep the outer garments closed is doesn't really match that. It looks very mishmashed, but he's definitely clean. Whereas, yeah, mm. in here it's like. It kind of smells like sweat and rot gut and, you know, yeah. all sorts of yeah. things. When you burst in through the doors with the cold wind flowing behind you, Eli immediately stands up and he like strides up to you. What are you doing here? Grab. <laughs> Drag. Oh, okay. I, I, I can walk. I <laughs> But he definitely like stumbles after you. Can, can you? I, I let him go. Okay. I apologize for the show force that's okay how how can i how can i help you sir and he like takes a step back and like lowers his eyes respectfully <laughs> i think i'm in terrible trouble i say what are you in danger and he like looks up again and then lowers his eyes <laughs> uh what, what happened do you think that the jade brush school would put someone like me with my past and my checkered history 
at such a high position if they didn't just want to see me topple. Uh, and he like kind of like runs his hand through his hair. Uh, I maybe. Sorry, I don't. My brother visited me a few days ago, and I have not been able to track down exactly why he is so certain that I am defrauding this town or something like that. He seems to have all this evidence that indicates that. Are you? That's very smart. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I mean, yes, of course, I've cheated in a whole bunch of games, but this is different. <laughs> I just sort of like, like looking hurt a little bit. Like... Yeah, so what are you hoping? Are you are you trying to get you guys to So what the what the end result of this is is I kind of want for him to agree to break into my brother's office, steal the book so we can figure out what the hell is going on. Okay, you can say that and try to hearts and minds. I don't have a head for numbers like you do. If there's something going wrong, if there's something strange with, with the uh, Jade Brush's books, you'll be able to see it. Whereas where my brother and me and even his gentleness can't do. Uh, you can make the roll. What are you rolling with? Uh, honestly, this feels like fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah. You're being pretty, pretty impassioned. Yeah. You need someone to come cover this up. I really do. Yeah, you do. Oh, <laughs> no. So for the five. Oh, that's another five. Uh, I failed three, three rolls in a row, and I am flipping off both of my dice. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> you got to. Those are going back in the bag. Yeah, you got to mark that. He he's a little taken aback for a moment, but he goes up to you and he he like takes your <laughs> takes your hand in both of his hands and says, "Of course I will. Just leave it to me." <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? And then he jumps away. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Where does he jump to? We're not even above anything. <laughs> and then, and then and there's just a long shot and you're looking around. And he, 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 he lands far away, but like not outside. <laughs> Great. I'll keep that in mind. I almost imagine like instead that there's like... um like a carriage going by and he just sort of like hooks onto the carriage and just keeps going sure <laughs> and i'm like what <laughs> yeah oh, okay and you hear almost immediately uh after you look around like how why why you hear people shouting <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely i turned the corner like what yeah okay so where did you actually end up taking gentle Wu? Oh, Pooja. just outside. Oh, no, Pooja. How oh, you... shit. Earlier. Other way around. So I would have taken you outside, and I would have... So I patched you up, and then I need... So I can't stash you, obviously, in the same place overnight. And I can't throw you in actual jail. So that means that I'm gonna... I'm gonna sneak you into my dorm. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So so we're walking, we're walking towards... Uh, so there's this. Uh, You've definitely shed your disguise by this point, right? Yes, that that disguise. Anyway, mm -hmm. I may have recourse to others. So the monks are staying at some gigantic monastery with lots of extra uh, dorms and cells, and then the actual ox guards. So the ones on duty are still in that monastery, and mm -hmm. the ones who are off duty are getting put up at a roadhouse nearby mm -hmm. or something. Mm -hmm. uh, hotel tavern something like that and it's supposed to be rented out and supposed to be just company people here so i'm gonna try to sneak you in uh dressed as a or dis yeah disguised as as an ox guard cool let's mm -hmm. let's let's get you to roll overcome um all right and what stat will you be rolling with what element for trickery oh trickery cool creativity speed passion seems most applicable yeah so fire yeah Okay. So I'm just quickly like running you through like, all right, so say this and that and then this password and I don't know, make some comment about the, the Tsuju game last night and that'll distract the guard and then we'll we'll get in there. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So you super succeed at it. Uh, were you, you're not really one of your specific moves, right? It's overcome that you are. Yeah, that was just moved? overcome. Great. Okay. For some reason, no one actually seems to be paying attention to you. Interesting. Um, Everyone seems very distracted, so you're able to get in just fine. Hmm. All right. Cool. So I'm going to stash you in the room where I'm sleeping, and then I'm like, all right, I have to take a look around because that was way too easy. Yeah. Do you notice this, Gentle Wu? He's kind of a mix of emotions right now because he is so close to Pooja. I think we flash back very quickly to the white eyebrow 
first forbidding him, mm -hmm. uh, like after he returned home from his journey in the desert, mm -hmm. uh, and they felt that the blade had not tasted blood. By forbidding him to be with her, I think they basically said that they would kill her. Mm, and you're together right now. So this is this is some deep, conflicting feeling. This is all I yes. want and all I don't want. Okay. So Feel free to not listen and follow along, even though you don't have stealth training. So that would be amazing. So you, so, so you have some feels. Yeah. Yeah. It's again, it's everything he wants and everything he doesn't want mm -hmm. all at once. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I don't think he can even talk. Yeah. Mm. This is, this is a real inner conflict that's happening yeah. right here. I, I'm going to get you to roll. And what are you going to roll with? Anything aside from your style element? I think it's metal. Control, calculation, reflection. Yeah, I gotta stay in control of your emotions. Yeah, yeah, I think that's... Okay, so I rolled an eight. Metal provides zero, so that is an eight. Cool. cool. So you must either flee the scene or mark an element until you make a change in the entanglement. If I flee, I'd flee to where? I think I just have to mark a yeah a element, so I'm marking down. In this case, I almost... I think fleeing towards me is also a possibility. Mm, no. Like, no. No? No. To be way. This is like I, we can we can split that difference. I will mark fire to get that reckless alienating and scattered. And I think he does throw himself towards her at this moment. Like he's so overwhelmed, he's burned every bridge that he has mm. um, at this point. And only one person has shown him kindness, and that person also like taught him to be human in the desert. Mm -hmm. This is the only emotion that he has now. All right. So, so the next thing we see is there's this super stealthy. Uh, hold on. So, <laughs> because General Wu just threw himself. Like, are you? Is this like a physical hug? Uh, yeah, I, I think this is like an embrace of some kind. Like, I think you were focused on something much more important. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then suddenly you're just like hugged from like behind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. How? <laughs> How do you feel about yeah. this? Okay, so I get this hug and like I don't lash out at you or try to like counter throw you because I realize it has to be you, but my eyes go wide and like and I feel I can feel the warmth in your touch and that this is you're not trying to restrain me, that you're trying to express something. And I think that there's this sort of tumblers clicking moment in my head when I look back over all of the interactions we've had and I realize, oh, he's in love with me. <laughs> Roll in a conflict, Oh, the realization that how what many are you times in with? your life? <laughs> yes. What are you rolling with? This is control, calculation, and reflection, which is my worst stat, which is metal. Great. Go for it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh. That is a six. So what you can do is you can actually burn one through your bonds. Yes. I think that is that is definitely relevant. When is it going to be more important yeah. than now? Yeah. Which one are you burning? Can you go over again how burning a bond works? Yeah. It's basically a mechanical way to represent you using up a resource of your connection with whatever is listed on there. So, Oh, okay. I yeah, got it. Yeah. So I think about Ishan, and I think about all the ways in which I have expressed my secret love for him. Uh -huh. And I realize how many of them line up with all the ways that Gentle Wu has expressed his affection for me. Mm-hmm. And putting those things together, I suddenly see all those parallels. Mm -hmm. So you get a seven to nine. Is this too much for you? Do you do you escape from the scene, or are you going to mark one of your elements? I'm going to escape from the scene. Yes. What does that look yes! like? I turn around and I kind of step back out of your grasp, and I look at you, my eyes wide with a surprise and several other emotions, <laughs> and I say. Uh, woo, I, I just, I, I'm sorry, I, I really have to figure this out. I'll, I'll be back. And I run out. <laughs> you can, you can hear in my voice that it does not sound like I will be back very yeah. soon. <laughs> Wu has no words left Aww. in him. I think he drops to his knees at this point, And when he does, the blade slides out a little bit. So there's that ring in the air. Mm. And he just pounds his robes in the ground. So it makes a thud, but not like a super loud one. Mm -hmm. um, and I think he just weeps. <laughs> wow. <sighs> oh, I was tipped off that there was something funny with the books. And so I am going to get the cheapest, harshest tea the tea house has and 
just pour over that again because I can't make a fool out of myself and I can't make a fool out of the jade brush that has uh, trusted me so much and I don't know who I can trust to look over this stuff with me. So we need to do a wuxia style like economics and and accounting montage oh my gosh you're gonna have one of those i don't know what they're called those things where you flick the beads uh abacus yes yes (laughs) is it gonna be an iron abacus that you hit people with like that one random scrub in crouching tiger hidden dragon no you said it has has paired beat sticks (laughs) <laughs> yes okay great okay so you're taking the time to look over these books and i think possibly asking my brother for help because i believe he had a- had access to different ledgers yeah but why don't you go who knows what he's involved in well he was the one who told you that there there's a problem with these numbers and he thinks that right. you are involved with it so i guess i'm gonna go to my place and stuff up all of my books and tuck my abacus under my arm and desperately run over to to his office he's official so he should have an office he does or something great so as you're as you're heading through the streets you also run into this procession that's going through and there's a bunch of monks and nuns kind of going through and then you see you recognize uh, members of the ox pilgrim escort bureau just kind of walking beside them and glaring at passerbys and just, just kind of move myself into more in conspicuous position <laughs> yeah <laughs> who do you who do you recognize from there there's some, there's one person that you cannot have to see you all right so i also have the list of names <laughs> on the factions and names tab if you need it if it's a name that if it's okay i think it'd be cool to have uh gentle frost no we already have a gentle dang it harsh frost Number one. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, my recommendation is always for number one scholar. No one has taken me up on it so far, but number one scholar is extremely good. I don't know that I want <laughs> to have somebody that's that obnoxious. Okay, fine. Okay. Yes, give in. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> wow, this is exactly what my character doesn't want. Okay, there we go. <laughs> okay, so you see number one scholar, and uh, well, what's their gender pronoun? I'll say he. Yeah, and he he's sitting on the back of one of these uh, wagons carrying whatever it is that they're bringing into town. And he is super drunk. But you know that that, that means nothing because the, the more he drinks, the sharper he is. Of course. <clears throat> A drunken master of accounting. <laughs> Which means Don't that if care. I so much as scuff a stone, he's, gonna, he's going to hear me and his head's going to swivel around. Yes, I, I want to know how you're trying to navigate your way around this procession and number one scholar. So first I hold my breath <laughs> because clearly if I'm not breathing, he won't notice me. <clears throat> uh-huh. but then I remind myself he's not a, he's not a monster. He's just a normal human being ostensibly. And then I, if I use any sort of martial arts or anything like that, I'm going to get totally found out. So I just like, so I'm going to put my hood up so you can't see my hair, but my face is visible. Uh-huh. We can't see my lack of hair. <laughs> okay. Um... And I'm just going to, you know, look impatient at the uh at the caravan like i'm busy and so have somewhere to be which is easy enough it's close right all while holding your breath i'm gonna get you to <laughs> to roll um oh, overcome to see how long you can uh hold your breath for before um oh, I, I changed my mind about holding my breath i was like i'm gonna hold my breath and then i'm gonna actually try to breathe like a normal human being okay <laughs> Sure. Okay, so you yeah, you can definitely like put the hood over your head and then watch the procession and then like you hear people around you being like, Oh wow, look at these look at these monks, they're so fancy. Oh, do you see the embroidery on their coat? And then someone be like, Shh, don't you know who they are? And then the person will be like, No, I, I who are they? And anyway, so this all this conversation is going on around you and they are very slowly moving through in front of you. Oh god. And yeah, and I keep holding my own breath, which means that Yishan is definitely going to be holding his breath as well, which is embarrassing. <laughs> okay, if you're holding your breath, you gotta roll. Yeah. So what? What stat are you rolling with? What element? 
You don't have a lot left, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> Is there a stupid biology element? Yeah, I think that's fire. <laughs> That's an interesting proposition. How do you want to justify creativity, speed, and passion with holding your breath while trying to avoid uh, number one scholar from noticing you? Oh, I'm only seeing the downside, the the negatives of it. Because I see like reckless alienating scattering. Okay, that's fine. But okay. I'll take it. But um... You can roll with that. Yeah, this. if I screw this up, I'm going to be have only a minus a one minus one stat to do. You could also be wounded and have negative two ongoing. <laughs> okay, so I succeed. I got an 11. Wow, it's great. Yeah, you... That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say this means I'm like breathing normally. What? Yeah, like how are you so exceeding even your own expectations in like avoiding... Is, it, is there like a moment when he when he turns around and looks like he's looking straight at you and you do something to just super alleviate his concerns i'm doing as much as i can i'm a perfectly ordinary bureaucrat impression mm-hmm. so i'm kind of like drumming my my abacus and like making sure my uh inkstone isn't getting wet and all that sort of jazz and just like looking super impatient mm-hmm. um and you know it's definitely not the the confident arrogant uh yishan that he's used to seeing right and i think when you like just tilt your head away maybe jumping from rooftop to rooftop you see puja right puja is that how you would be moving through the city uh yeah yeah definitely the most dramatic way possible all right okay (laughs) doing some flashy poses i like i take extra time to make sure that each time like i jump from building to building i pass in front of the moon from your perspective right despite the fact that you were just running away from an emotionally overwhelming situation okay exactly it's just by instinct you know (laughs) god if i notice that it's gonna be hard not to react so i feel like i do shift my weight and then like number one scholar looks at me maybe doesn't realize i i am who i am but then looks where i'm looking so Maybe he doesn't realize I'm Yishan, but he knows that I am somebody, you know, some wuxia person, not just some vanilla bureaucrat, and that I saw something interesting right. that, that bounced by. Okay, uh, so Pooja, you are perhaps exercising out your feelings, um, and and as you're jumping from rooftop to rooftop, even though, I suppose, um, gentle words still on your mind... You feel this piercing gaze on you. Um, and when you look down, you see that it was actually one of the monks um, that that was a part of the procession. Mm-hmm. And he is staring right in your eyes and he unsteadily gets to his feet on um, on the carriage. Okay. Um, I'll drop down next to him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like on the ground or on the carriage? Well, uh, probably on the ground because it'll make a little bit less noise. Um, but if he's looking straight at me, then I better acknowledge him. Technically, like, these monks are my employers, right? Yes. Mm. And what he does when you drop right beside him is he, uh, he reaches out and, uh, and from what you can tell, it grabs for your throat. What do you do? Whoa. I'll step back and say, is everything okay? Like, is he making, like, a sustained attempt to get my throat? Or is it just, like, a swipe? Like, is he launching himself at me? Like, I'm pretty sure when people grab for people's throats, it's generally not a casual thing. Okay. So, I think... Makes sense. Like, like grabbing for your throat as a friend. You know how you do it for your friends. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Like, he could be drunk. He could be... I. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it could... I think what you mean is, like, he could be just, like, pressing you up against the wall to be like, hey, you, stop. Or it yeah, could be exactly. like, okay, it's go time. Yeah. Is it one is... of the things where, like, so you, like, grab someone's collar and shake them or... Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. yeah, so he has one hand out, like uh-huh. it's positioned to clench onto your throat. Um, All right. So not a not a friendly, casual, even like let me shake you up kind of gesture. It's it's um like he's coming for me. Yeah, he's he's coming for you. All right. Is he is he in a stance? He's swaying around unsteadily. Okay. So possibly 
maybe drunken ducks. I don't, I don't know. Okay, in that case, I am going to defend myself. I'm not gonna, again, this guy's technically my employer, so I'm not gonna, like, counterattack, so I'm just gonna be, like, dodging and leaping and twisting out of the way, like, is everything all right? Great. It's awesome. Uh, I, I will give you the situation, the, the time to either observe like so you can either do a study move to try to like see see what's up with the situation why is your employer trying to attack you yeah or you can just try to run like dodge into a safe distance into the crowd essentially uh i will do the unsafe option because that's more exciting Uh, yeah okay you can make you can make that study move um okay cool this is probably not a stat i'm good at what? Well, you all right, could... Pooja, it's time for your quarterly review. You did attack a supervisor, so <laughs> yeah. a client, in actually. my defense, in my defense, client, sir, yeah. he started it. Uh, uh, oh. it well, I'm going to mark it down as room for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> Not fire, just room for improvement. <laughs> okay. And um, what stat are you right. rolling with? You get to choose. Okay, uh, I think awareness, wisdom, flexibility is the most applicable here. Okay, so with water, great. Yeah, all right. Can I just use my dice ring to roll? Yeah, go for it. All right. Do what you want. Cool. I got a five, and no great. one can help. Do I mark experience okay. for that? Yes, you do. Uh, but Sweet. I actually, yes, you got a five, but I'm going to give you one hold anyway. Um, okay. So you can use cool. that hold to, again, uh, ask a question about the situation, ask a question about people in the scene, Ask for a person's scale, which is, uh, this has to do with when you're dueling. So if they're at your scale, then you can either win or lose. If they're below you, you always win. And if they're above you, you always lose. Yeah, my question is, what is your problem to this guy? Right. So you're saying that out loud. (laughs) And what do you actually want to find out? Um, Actually, just that, like... Um, like, why is he attacking you? <laughs> yeah, I think what I why say he out loud... you to be a threat? <laughs> yeah, what I, I think what I say out loud is, can I help you? Mm. And I, I think that sounds polite, and it does not come out that way. Yeah, and he um, he kind of, like, s- smiles, and then and with his other hand, he, c- he, like, raises whatever jug that he was drinking from, and kind of, like, almost like a salute to you, and he says, you know... You weren't bad, but you were too curious. This time, he he for reals goes for you, and I, I you you're gonna have to duel, and also okay. mark mark your element, uh-huh. uh, mark water. All right, that's fun. Dang. And I can tell you right now, considering you filled the role, he's above your scale. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. Okay, <sighs> dueling time. Are you gonna cut away, or are you doing this right now? Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back with another episode of Hearts of Wulin next week. In the meantime, why not check out one of the other great programs on the One Shot Network? Like Design Doc. Join hosts Hannah Schaefer and Evan Rowland as they redesign their first role-playing game. Design Doc is an experiment in public participatory analog game design. It's fun, it's messy, and you're invited along for the ride. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And while I'm on my honeymoon, I'm not going to be calling out specific issues because it's actually a very stressful part of this process. But to all of my heroes, I encourage you, if there is something that bothers you about the world, to call your representatives about it. That can be a domestic issue, an international issue. And believe me, there are more than enough of both that should bother you. Taking the time to pick up a phone and call your representative helps let them know that the issue is important to you specifically, which in turn helps them figure out that it's important to their voters. And that's a big part of how politicians decide to devote their attention to different issues. If you're like me and you need a little assistance getting through this process, I recommend the site fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls. There, you can find a list of issue summaries affecting the country, contact information for your representatives, and a script to read while you're on the phone so you can get your message across. That makes calling much easier. Calling doesn't take that much time, and it can make a huge difference. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. 
If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. One Shot is a production of the One Shot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.